Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. gentlemen boys and girls from around the world gather around it's time for another exciting episode of thriller coin talk today we are talking bitcoin in february yeah it's kind of interesting we're doing these things now where we're we're talking about uh month by month i feel like honestly i feel like the first half of this year is going to be amazing and i want to do this because the happening's coming up it's right around the corner right so if the having is coming up in May, I feel like we need to know what month, what Bitcoin looks monthly. Right. And I, like I said last month for January, I said, you know, as long as we're out of 9K by the end of January, we are perfect. We are just in line for a five to six weeks before the having a nice little pump today. We have Bitcoin at $9,457. I think I even saw it at $9,600. And I was like, whoa, hold, let's pull it back. <laughs> let's pull it back. Let's, let's hold on there, Bitcoin. We don't want to take off too fast. And the reason we don't want to take off too fast is because there's a possibility that it could it could drop or we could, we could go to pre-pump too early, right? So... Today at the top of the show, we're, we're talking about what Bitcoin looks like in February, and I kind of want to give you a game plan, at least something that I'm doing and something that you can either, you know, listen to and think, huh, that's interesting. But I feel like I feel like these days um, and I feel like as every year gets that I put another into crypto or another year into Bitcoin, I feel like I just get way smarter, <laughs> not only technology wise, but I feel like my my in me as an investor, I'm just way more patient than I ever was before. Uh, and, and not only just be patient, right? Not even just being a patient investor, right? That's a smart investor, but it's also just picking your spots and knowing like what's going to happen before it happens. Not being like someone who can predict everything, just looking at hard data, right? Um, so that's what we're going to look at today. First, I want to say that we will break 10K in February. Today's the 30th. We're literally two days away from the first. We're going to break 10K in February. But I think most people don't realize is in 2016, there was a few weeks before the happening where the current cycle was on this like April, June aggressive expansion time. Right. And I'll put a, I'll put a chart inside the show notes so you can see. And on both those phases, the Fibonacci line of support was at 0.38. If you look at that, it lines right up there with what's happening here in this next kind of expansion before before the, the happening. And 
I think I think if we if we if we look at this and, and we're paying attention and we're looking at the chart, we can see that Bitcoin can go as high as 13 or 14k here in the in the short term, right? And I'll put a, I'll put a link here, but it, we have a blue triangle that you know puts Bitcoin in this space where it could it for sure is going to hit this spot, this area because it hit that area the last time we were in this kind of trajectory during the 2016, 20 um, uh, happening. And it, it's in the very same spot and we're at the very same Fibonacci line. And it's just, when Bitcoin does this, it, it, it's like it's talking to you, right? You're seeing things before they happen. Most people aren't paying attention to stuff like this, obviously. But when you see it happen again, you're like, wow, this is doing the exact same thing that it did last, last time. And, and it's kind of telling you where we're headed, right? So I'll put a chart in the show notes. Make sure to take a look at that. But ultimately, when we when you invest in Bitcoin, when anybody invests in Bitcoin, you're you're investing in your future, right? I feel like most people these days can invest in Bitcoin in looking for a short-term gain, right? I think with me, I've I've been investing towards Bitcoin for my future, to secure my future. I I, I don't look at it I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll spend Bitcoin like the next person, but I won't. I won't spend more than I'm willing to, like you know, actually, you know, part with. Right? I want to. I want to help. I'm. Sh- I want to make sure that I'm transacting on the chain. I want to make sure that I'm buying and supporting the ecosystem. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, investing for my future. And making sure you're doing that is is probably the most significant thing that you could do for yourself. I think myself being a millennial, I'm sure there's other people that are millennials listening to this podcast. Even if you're not a millennial, now you have the opportunity to invest in Bitcoin for your future. And there is somebody by the name of Tim Draper who recently just went on um, Fox News to talk about um, all his investments. And sure enough, Tim is like one of the biggest Bitcoin bulls out there. And he brought up Bitcoin. And of course, he brought up, you know, what the financial markets look like right now and why they're not going to look like that for very long. <laughs> I think he's he's also alluding to that we're probably headed towards, you know, a recession. Um, but he's also given advice to a younger generation that want to become investors. And he's he's telling them, hey, you should be investing in Bitcoin. You shouldn't be you should be investing in these cryptocurrencies. Right. Because this is where the technology is headed. This is where you place your bets is you invest towards the future. And yeah, it was was really stunning to hear him say that. Take a listen. Well, here's what's happened. I mean, I I think if you're a millennial, you look at uh, new currency, you you look at Bitcoin and you say, hey, this is great because it's not my father's Oldsmobile. Um, Our banking system is the Oldsmobile, is the old Oldsmobile. Our banking system put them in $200,000 worth of debt. Uh, They're coming out into this world. They're already in debt. Things aren't quite working for them. With the current salaries, they can't quite pay it off. It's a really difficult time. And they've become renters rather than buyers because they they have to. And so if I'm, I'm thinking, hey, I'm a millennial right now, I'm thinking, hey, go Bitcoin, go decentralized, start building your empire in the new in the new model okay. that doesn't require that you that you have to pay two and a half to four percent every time you swipe your credit card to some bank or another and doesn't require all the heavy heavy regulations we have that are that are all tied to the dollar i think uh i think if you really want it to work uh i think you go bitcoin or crypto or or 
the new way. I would focus on the future because okay. this is um, this has worked for your father and your grandfather, but it ha it will not work for you. So um, so don't think in terms of hey, I'm going to put retirement money to work one penny at a time. I would not work, look at it that way. If you're a millennial, you got the world out there in front of you. You got a big career and a big future. Um, think in terms of what's happening in the future. What's the future going to okay. look like? Yeah. It's not going to be tribal anymore. It's going to be global. It's not going to be tied to geographic borders. It's going to be open. And we're going to all be a part of this amazing, great world. And hopefully, we'll all be able to move freely and move capital and goods freely gotcha. throughout this world. This is going to be an amazing time for you millennials. Yeah. So uh, take, me too, take it by the <laughs> tail and run. Yeah, he's exactly right. Uh, and it's no wonder he invested in SpaceX early on and Tesla early on. So this 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 is a very smart guy to, to be listening to. And if he sees the value of Bitcoin, um, I, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't as well, too. Uh, and so what ultimately I want to kind of let you in on is that there's going to be a fake out this month. And when I say fake out, I mean, you might see Bitcoin go back down and it's in the chart. Like it's in the chart. It shows you that this volatility zone is anywhere between uh, 8,000 and 13,000. So it's very possible we could see Bitcoin go to 10K or even 10.5 or something like that this month and then crash back down to 8K. Whatever you do, don't fall <laughs> Don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for that trap at 8,000 and sell because <laughs> I'm 100% certain. Okay, you know, I shouldn't say 100%. I'm 99.9% certain we're going to get up again to 13K, 14K. I'm 99% certain. So you may sell, you may see it go up to 10, 5, 10, 7, crash, deck, crash back down to. 8,000 and wonder, oh my God, I missed it. You know, no, you didn't. This is a fake out. This happens all the time in Bitcoin. And this is trying to, you know, catch traders, you know, on a bad day. And ultimately, when you see it go back down to AK, it's going to, it's going to go right back up and it's going to go elevator style. You're going to go up to 11. And then before you know it, we're in March and we're hitting 12, 12K and possibly even more. So, Hang in there. It's going to be a wonderful month of February. It's going to be up and down. People are going to be scared, but I'm trying to keep you guys up to date with it. So that way you at least know what to expect. Right. So with that, let's get into that's right. Coin talk. Let's do it. It is time. It's time for coin talk. But before we get into that, we got to talk about a couple things. I think I got a couple things. Do I have a couple things? Uh, not really, actually. Oh, actually, I do. Still working on that Bitcoin audiobook. <laughs> I, I swear, Scout's Honor. I want it to be perfect, and I, I, I can't release something that's just not perfect. Uh, I'm really hard on myself, and I want to make sure it it gets, uh, you know, it, it looks good. And uh, so it's going to take a little bit of time, but I'm going to get there. 
Um, also, another thing I do want to mention that this is going to be a free newsletter because we give out one free newsletter, sometimes two newsletters a month. Um, and uh, I feel like this is an important episode. Um, Thriller Coin Talk used to be on our regular sh- our regular show rotation. And I get emails from time to time. People wondering, why did you cancel Thriller Coin Talk? And I'm like, I didn't cancel Thriller Coin Talk. <laughs> It still exists. It just exists uh, in, in our subscription. It was a way to get people to, to join the subscription because they wanted to continue listening to our coin talk. Um, so, yeah, I get those emails from time to time. But, you know, I, I just tell them, you know, if you want to support, you know, what we do here through the crypto, then subscribe. Right. Because if you don't support us, then we'll go away. And then people will be like, well, why did he go away? Well, yeah, it, it costs money to produce this stuff. <laughs> I don't think people realize like. Uh, I, I easily spend $100, $150 a month just on keeping this podcast up and running for the website, hosting, all that kind of stuff. That's not even to mention the, the amount of time that I spend actually producing this stuff during the week and having to research it. Um, if you, I think if you added that up with the amount of time that I um, probably make at work and you paid me the same amount, it would probably be it'd be a lot of money. <laughs> it'd be a lot of money if you would be like, gosh, you're not breaking even. I'd be like, it's okay. I do this. I do this for to, to spread awareness, right? And we do have a subscription. I think it's what I think it's like seven dollars. I think it's like seven bucks. Yeah, it's like seven dollars a month. That's nothing. And you know, we have a lot of episodes that we released already. So you could go back and listen to old episodes. And what's what's really interesting is now that I'm actually doing this and there's people paying me for it, I feel like I have to even be way better than I was before. <laughs> so I don't think I've been very wrong. I think I've only been wrong like once or twice when it comes to some of these some of this analysis and research that I'm doing. Um, but I don't know. You guys tell me. But I feel like I'm like really on point with some of this stuff. And it's uh, it's just fascinating because I go back and like look at the old newsletter and I'm like, wow, like you totally called that. You called that. You called that. And I think I'm just doing more diligent research because I want to make sure I put on a really good episode. Right. Um, and yeah. And so we also have our Thriller Rundown, our Thriller Insights show that we do. And then sometimes we even do Thriller Insiders. And those are like episodes where we like investigate you know, a cryptocurrency where we investigate what's happening with institutional plays and, and all that kind of stuff. Or we look at what's going on with the inverted yield curve or stuff like that. Or Bitcoin and the next recession. What does Bitcoin look like in a next recession and how would that play out? And we have all these old episodes. So I would recommend thinking about subscribing and you can get access to all these old episodes. You can listen to them and be like, wow, he was really on point. And we talk about back and we talk about all this other stuff. And that's one of the other things that we have. In, well, you know what? We'll discuss that in Coin Talk, But um, I just want to get back to what I was saying right now is that, yeah, if you want to sign up, you can sign up. It, it's free, of course, because it's a newsletter. We give out one, sometimes two episodes a month for free. But if you get uh, if you sign up for seven bucks a month, then, of course, you can. Um, yeah, you can um, pretty much get all of it for free. And I try to release two to three episodes a week. Sometimes it's, you know, either one or two, just kind of depending if there's enough content out there, if there's enough like actual stuff going on. And I feel like where we're at right now, like February is going to pick up to where there's going to be constant news. January was kind of slow, but February is going to pick up right before March where there's going to be constant things happening. And so episodes will pick up too as well because there'll just be more to report, more to discuss and stuff like that. So yeah, you should definitely think about subscribing if you haven't thought about it before, even if it's just for a month, see what happens. And then I'll tell you this, I'll do you one better. So if you subscribe, for $7 a month 
and you don't like it that whole month, you're like, man, car, you suck at this. <laughs> like I enjoyed it better when it was on the regular podcast or whatever, right? If you don't enjoy it, you cancel, you hit me up and say, hey, car, um, I really did enjoy this month. You suck. Um, give me my $7 back and I will send you $7. I've actually done that <laughs> in the past. So I will send you $7 if you're not satisfied. I'll send it to you in Bitcoin though, by the way, but I will send you $7 in Bitcoin if you're not satisfied for that first month. If you cancel, you you pay it and then you cancel it like three weeks later, no harm, no foul. It's totally cool. I'll send you seven bucks back in Bitcoin and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I couldn't pr- give you the best, but you know, I appreciate you trying. And yeah, if you if you're if you're if you're that if you're that dissatisfied, I will yeah definitely refund you in Bitcoin. I mean, I'm a man of my word. I've always been with y'all. I've always been you know try to keep you know the moral um, my moral compass pointed the right direction, and I'll continue to do that. That's just the way I am. It's just who I am as a person. Um, and then also should also mention that. Uh, we have a, I think it's going to be a thriller rundown later this week. And then we have a thriller news coming out tomorrow. I was thinking about recording the thriller news today, but got an early day tomorrow at work. So we got to get that done. But I appreciate you guys listening. And also, if you say you don't want to subscribe, but if you do want to help out in some way or you're just short on cash or whatever, don't worry about it. Uh, head over to our iTunes Leave a five-star review that actually, you know, does a lot for us, you know, on the show because we don't have too many reviews. So you have all these other uh, Bitcoin and crypto podcasts that get a lot more attention than we do. And some of them really are terrible. <laughs> some of them are really terrible and some of them are filled with a crap ton of ads and it's just it's just terrible. Anyway, but uh, yeah, if you could do me that, that'd be cool. All right, I think that's all we got. Right now, we got to play our disclaimer. Yeah, we still roll the disclaimer. This is what we do. We don't roll the disclaimer, then who knows what could happen, right? So, roll the disclaimer. All right, it's time for Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. I'm sure it's yours too. I'm sure it is, right? You listen to the show, you like it. Oh, I should also mention that um, this is really good advice that I'm giving out today. So if you want to share it, make sure you share it to whoever, like share it to that friend that wanted to, uh, hello friend, I see you there. Uh, Share it to that friend that you wanted to uh, get involved in Bitcoin and they just missed the boat. Now's actually the really good time to get into Bitcoin. I mean, Honestly, you wanted to buy at seven, but even if you miss that opportunity, uh, it's a good time to buy right now because if even it goes up to 13K and you sell it and it drops back down to seven or eight, you can always buy, buy back in at that price and then get more. But let's talk about, that's right, Bitcoin. What's Bitcoin doing today? Well, it's at $9,457. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go on a cruise. Oh yeah, Jorge, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, Night Rider, baby. Woo! Yeah. I wonder why they haven't rebooted this this series. <laughs> anyway, no, we're talking about Bitcoin, right? So this is my theory. You guys really want you really want to know my theory? Jorge, do you, do you want to know my theory too? You do? He's nodding yes. 
Do you really want to know why? Do you really want to know what I think is really going to happen? You do really want to know? Okay, well, I'll, t- I'll tell everybody. You know what? If you really want me to know, you got to stop the music now. What? You're not going to stop it? Okay, we'll let it play. But no, actually, let, let's, let's fade it out. Yeah, let's fade it out because this this cruise right now is what Bitcoin's on. So my, my theory, this is what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to get to probably 10K this weekend. <laughs> this is my theory. This is just a theory. This is not what I, th- this is no facts. I have no facts to back it up like I did before in the previous segment. That's why we separate these things, <laughs> right? We have the facts in the beginning of the show, charts to prove it. This is all theoretical <laughs> Bitcoin analysis that is based on nothing but my theory and years of research and hard dedication. Okay. So I think what's going to happen is, um, I think we're probably going to hit 10K this weekend. If not, we'll touch it and then fall back down. But I, I then think probably here in this first week, or if not the first week, then for sure the second week, we're going to crash back down to 8K or 79 or 78, and people are going to freak the hell out. And then by mid-February, we're going to be right back up there at 10K again, or close to 9K, solidi- basically solidifying 9K and that support level. And people, you're going to have people like the tone vase of the world who I truly respect because the guy's a, a grinder. He like makes sure he goes hard every day when it comes to his Bitcoin analysis. But you have the people like him who are just known for being bears and they'll say, nope, this is the end. This is what I was telling you about for years, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, bro, this is where it's going to go. And I really think that'll he'll scare enough people to sell. And at that point, <laughs> he's doing a service for us all. He'll, he'll scare enough people to sell. And then at that point, will happen is you'll see Bitcoin rise to some to like 11k or 105 or something and then at that point we're going into March and we're trying to solidify 10k and that support level and then before you know it end of March we're touching 13k and then going into April who who boy like it's gonna be nuts and that's how I think it's gonna play out that's how I think it's exactly gonna play out so if it if it touches 10 this weekend, and I'm recording this on Thursday evening, um, which is the 30th. If it touches 10 this weekend, look for that to play out. Um, even if it even if it doesn't touch 10 this weekend, and let's say we just go from 9.4 right now and it drops all the way back to, let's say, 87 or 86. I think at that point we could be going sideways for a little while. And then we'll probably see a, a nice little spike up uh, and then, a, you know, a little probably a little spike up maybe to 10K again playing with it and then we break it and then we crash back down either way i think we're i think i'm like 85 percent sure we're gonna see a fake out this month like 85 percent sure we're gonna see a fake out and what i mean by a fake out is a fake out lower than 8100 or lower than 82 okay just to be safe lower than 8300 and right now you're probably like car there's no way we're gonna get down to 8100 anymore there's no way we're going to hit these 7800 levels 81 well technically we can because that's a very strong resistance level for us so yes we could bounce off of there again so that's what i'm trying to say eventually this month we will retest that no i wouldn't say retest i would retest is a strong word i would say we're going to get a fake out and that's what that's what will happen uh, and just know that the market's being manipulated when it's doing that it's designed to want you to sell it's designed to to want you to sell your bags and it's wanting you to think oh you missed it you should have sold at 10 when you had the chance and now it's falling back down but no all people are doing and these are all algorithmic traders that's why 
That's why for the, I would say since 2017, at least in my opinion, and no one talks about this, by the way. In my opinion, I feel like since 2017, you have more bots in this in this system now. And so a lot of this stuff is following like uh, trends. And now that we have 10 years of, of Bitcoin data, we can kind of study where the market's headed. And so when these algorithmic traders actually place these bets, they're all placing the same bets. It's just that they're privy to the to the information that a lot of us don't have. And the only reason I know this is because I go out and have these relationships with these trailer trade with these traders and make sure that I know what's going on. And even if it costs, you know, I don't know, 30 or 40 or $50 a month just to understand what these traders are doing, it's worth it's worth it to me to share that with everybody. Because I feel like at that point, you're not only sharing um, insider knowledge, but you're also getting um, better understanding of how these guys are thinking. So you can kind of anticipate when the drop's gonna happen. It's I could I could further explain, but then we get into the whole minutia of how that works. But I will just say for for the sake of it that Bitcoin will have a fake out this month. So just don't be afraid of it. Like embrace it. If anything, double down on it. Right? You have uh, me personally. Like if I see it go down to seventy eight hundred again, or eight thousand, or eighty one hundred again this month, I'm doubling down. Yeah. I'm doubling down more. I'm pulling from savings. I'm going to drop another, you know, 1K, 2K into it. And I'm going to be like, okay, here we go. Let's see if we can make something happen. And I think at that point, if you're somebody like me who plans, because this is, has always been my plan, is to sell once we get to that 13 or 14K, the, to once we get to the height of the pre-pump. And I'll definitely tell you when we get there. Because it'll typically be, be be about five to six weeks before the happening, and it's funny because no one's talking about this. That's what kind of pisses me off. Is like you'll I'll listen to a lot of I listen to everybody, and a lot of these Bitcoin traders like no one's telling you these things. Like they're all trying to get you to sell, or they're all trying to get you to FOMO in, but no one's telling you what the exit what their exit strategy is. I'll tell you my exit strategy. My exit my exit strategy, and I've told you in the past because we've actually looked at the the amount of coins that I hold and, and I've even we've been I forget what it was maybe it was like October last year where we did a whole episode on all the coins I hold and I told you how much I hold of them and and why I hold them and why I hold these coins and we'll look at it from year over year and we'll look at whether I lost and, and didn't lose and all that kind of stuff but ultimately what I'm trying to do is trying to be as transparent as possible so that way you can kind of understand like oh shit even car car makes mistakes or wait even car saw that coming a long time ago than a lot of us did so that's my whole point in doing that is just to be transparent about it um just because there's not a lot of that in the space it really isn't uh, professionalism as well too <laughs> that's another subject for another day but what I'm trying to say is most people won't tell you their exit strategy they'll just tell you like Oh, this is when you should buy. This is when you should sell. I'm telling you, like five to six weeks before the happening in March. It, it I don't know. I, we we need to see more data, but if March happens to be the peak, I'm selling at that peak in March. And I don't care if the happenings on the 15th of on the 15th or 12th of May. Like I, I don't I don't care. Like I don't care. I'm selling at that peak because I know right after the happening, we're gonna fall back down to seven or eight k, and I'm gonna buy back in at that level. And then hold on through the next major bull run, because at that point, after May, after the halving, we're going into that next major bull run. That's when I'll start buying more alts. That's when I'll start going heavy on altcoins. That's exactly when I'm going to do that. But for the time being, me personally, 
I'm not spending any money and it hurts right now too because I know Ethereum is such a steal personally. Um, I'm not buying any Ethereum, I'm not buying any like fucking Litecoin. I'm just not buying anything, any alts whatsoever, Zcash, nothing, not buying any of it because all I'm buying right now is Bitcoin because I know that once we hit that peak and it could come in March, I'm hoping it comes in March, but if it comes in April, and I'll tell you, when that comes, that's when Carr is exiting because he knows that that thing is gonna that thing's gonna fall back down to you know to eight or seven k, and people are gonna be like, "There's no way we're at fifteen k," or even we get to fifteen or fourteen k, or even if we go even higher, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is the start of next." And then people are gonna be like, "There's no way we're going down." They're gonna want to. Yeah, you're going to hear all that. And I'm going to be the one on the sidelines being like, nope, should have took it out. This is when you take it out because it falls after that happening. It's always fallen. This is how it plays out. And we'll have the charts to prove it. We'll have the charts to prove it. I'll show you the Fibonacci levels. We'll look at everything. We'll look at the data as we get closer. But right now in February, we're talking about February. I'm telling you, invest in Bitcoin while you have the opportunity. Um and that's what I would do. That's what I am doing. And as soon as we get out of that, as soon as we get out of that happening, even at that peak, I'll buy back in. I'll buy into all these alts again. <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful day. Because uh, <laughs> right now, you look at something like Ethereum, it's at $183. It's up 5%. You look at Litecoin, it's up 15%. It's at $68. You have people buying Litecoin right now. That thing is going to go back down after the happening. There's absolutely no way it's going to sustain that level, um, maybe through the pre-pump before the happening for Bitcoin. But after that, it's going to fall back down. W what are you doing? <laughs> but um, yeah, you look at something like even EOS, $4.32 up 8% today. Tron is up, up like 7% today. Ethereum Classic is up. You know, it's like, what are you people do? Even Stellar's up. Tezos is up. It's like, what are you doing? You're buying it. Yeah. People just don't know. People are uninformed. People aren't paying attention. People don't see this market the way a lot of us uh, old schoolers look at it. I mean, you you look at it and you know exactly what's happening. It's kind of it's kind of sad because I remember being like that in the old days and just buying anything and being happy and content with it and thinking I'm going to hold long term and not really holding long term. Right. Uh, it wasn't until I would say I would say 2018 is when I really learned how to be a really you know strong and patient investor. Um, and it just comes with time. Something you can't teach. It just comes with time. I had a coworker that uh, I introduced to Bitcoin last year, and he bought a lot of Bitcoin with his holiday bonus. <laughs> if he's listening, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, and then, sure enough, I was like, "He's like, so where's it going, Car? Like, well, you know, what what do you see?" And I was telling him, "This is what I'm telling y'all: the exact game plan." And uh, I said, "As long as we're out of nine, as long as we're out of nine k in January, we're we're really good position. Like we're in the best position possible." And he's like, "Do you think we're gonna hit nine k?" This was back when Bitcoin was like seven. It was in the seven hundred, seven thousands. And I was like, "Yeah, hundred percent, we're gonna hit nine k." He's like, "Cause it doesn't look like it." And I was like, "Like trust me." <laughs> looked at the data, looked at the charts, 
Um, you you follow Bitcoin for a really long time. You start realizing there's some ine- inevitable truths, right? I hate to say it, but it it becomes an inevitability, and it becomes it's kind of like the Matrix and Neo. Like it's just um, it becomes like it's primer, and and, and it it. It fulfills a prophecy. There's no other way to, s- to say that. And so I would tell him, like, yeah, this is where it's going to go. This is where it went the last time, five to six weeks before the happening. We'll hit a we'll hit a peak. Hopefully, I mean, you won't really know until you you kind of have to watch it unfold naturally to kind of know. And that's why we're doing these monthly episodes. But I told him I was like, you watch it. I'm telling you right now is a good time. He bought at seven thousand, and then this week he told me that he sold at ninety three or whatever it was. And I, he, he and I, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't hold. I'm like, no, dude, do what. I'm like, you do you. Like, I never, like, I like my thing was never to like, you know, like it basically like, uh, to, you know, tell you when to like, no, like you do you. Uh, I'm just telling you what I'm doing, uh, and I'm telling you what I know are truths for me. Um, but you do you. And then so today, I think we saw it go to 96, and so I was like. At some point during the day, my little my little Chrome plugin came off and it went like, you know, it just said ninety six hundred Bitcoin. And I was like, oh, snap, we just broke ninety six. And then so sure, sure enough, he turned around. I was like, what? I was like, he's like, you didn't tell me. It was I was like, well, I told you we we're going <laughs> to that we we're going to get out of nine K in January. But honestly, this is not good news. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, we don't want to hit 10 K before January. Like. We don't want to peak too fast. Like we don't want to go up too high too fast, especially because then it becomes a point to where we're peaking too fast and we don't know what to expect. Right. And then it becomes like, okay, now we're at 10K in January and then we're at 12K in February and then we're at 13K, 14K in March. Like, oh, crap. Is that the peak that was a peak in February at 12, 13K? Uh, Does that mean like if we hit 13K in February, I'm going to be so lost because I'm going to be like, whoa, shit, we hit 13K in February. Um, Does that mean that we peaked too early? Uh, Does that mean we're not going to peak in March or does that mean we're going to crash already? Like there's going to be so many scenarios. That's what we don't want. Like we want it to play out the way it's always played out because that's a smart play. Of course, we'll be ready for anything and you should. But if I could have it my way, I want to be out of 9K in January and I want to be in the eight to nine K range in February until we get towards the end of the end of the end of the month. And then we just jump out of 10 K. That's where I want to be. And I want to go be heading into March above 10 K with the rest of the runway um, for that whole month and April and then leading to the happening, which would be right at five to six weeks before the happening. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, that's what I'm hoping for. Will it go that way? I'm like, mm, I'm like 70% sure it will. But there's that other 30% you just don't know of. That's why I'm saying, like, I feel like I'm giving everybody a good primer. And like I told him, I'm giving you my primer, what I'm doing. Of course, I will I will make changes along the way if I, if I think that's where it's going to head. But until I see some significant things, until I see some su- support resistance levels that are actually met and sustained, yeah, you're not going to see me falter either way. Uh, I'm still headed towards the direction I've been telling y'all since November. Like this is not an, a plan that's changed. I mean, slightly it's changed, but since we've been talking about this since November of last year, I've told you about this. Like, you you know exactly what to expect. You have known exactly what to expect for this whole entire time. So everything's fallen according to plan, in my opinion. 
that we've been covering this since since November, since we started talking about the happening and what to expect and kind of kind of just doing this month by month approach to okay, this is what we expect this month, this is what we expect next month, what is gonna happen this month. And this is what I'm, this is what this whole episode's about. Right now, gosh, I'm looking at Ethereum and I'm like, man, I really want to buy some. The reason I want to buy Ethereum so bad is uh, this year is going to be a very big year for DeFi, and I'm worried that Bitcoin will rise, or I'm I'm worried that Ethereum will rise with Bitcoin, and it'll sustain even after Bitcoin crashes. Like that's my biggest worry this year is that Bitcoin and Ethereum rise together, which all alts rise with Bitcoin, but for some uncorrelated reason, Ethereum keeps rising or stays or stays level while Bitcoin falls, and then uh, a lot of people are wondering like, oh crap, is Ethereum going to take off? And it's and it's that's my scary that's my scariest thought this series because I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know what happens to Ethereum when it keeps going up after Bitcoin has fallen after the happening. Um, I don't know if I should double down at that point or if I should, you know, um, wait wait until it falls later. You know, maybe it takes uh, two months out after the happening where it'll fall eventually. Um, but see, that's the scary part for me. Um, and, and we could, and that's a lot of things that people aren't discussing uh, in this space. And it's too bad because there's, there, it's a possibility. And I'm not going to, I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, car, you're thinking too far out the box. But it's a possibility that sometime in the future where you could have two different bull runs happening, you can have the Bitcoin bull run happening in a separate time and then an Ethereum bull run happening at a separate time. And what does that mean? Remember a couple years ago when, when XRP, carried the market for like two or three days. It was right at the height of the 2018, I think 2018 um, bear market. And I forget what it was, some news, but like fucking XRP went up to like 75 cents. It was all the way, I think it was like at 20 cents or something. And it shot up to 75 cents for like a day. And then it it, it stayed level at 60 cents for like a couple days or whatever it was. Like for like three solid days where XRP was just significantly outperforming every other asset. Um, of course, we know how centralized XRP is. That's not the point. What I'm trying to say is like, what happens when Ethereum does that? Like when Ethereum is literally carrying the whole Encoid market cap um, because Bitcoin has fallen. That's a that's a scary scenario. And I remember thinking at the time when I saw XRP do that, I was like, gosh, like what happens if this doesn't stop? What happens if XRP just keeps going? We knew that wasn't going to happen, but what, play that out. Like what happens at that point if XRP goes from 75 cents to a dollar to two dollars while Bitcoin is was at that time going from, you know, six thousand dollars down to five thousand dollars down to four thousand dollars. Like what happens at that time? But but XRP is going up by three or four dollars. Are people shifting money over to XRP? Is that why it's going up? And that's what makes me wonder, like, what happens when Bitcoin falls after the halvening? which it will, it'll go back down to seven or eight. And when it falls back down to the after the halvening and then Ethereum keeps going up. Or better yet, Ethereum starts carrying the market and it looks like people are moving money from Bitcoin to Ethereum and then Ethereum carries on. That's what scares me. I'm, I'm scared about that. I'm, I'm, that. That's the only thing that worries me about this year is right now seeing an Ethereum at $183 and wondering, is this the lowest it's going to go? Because we've done, we've done episodes in the past where we talk about how if you look at Ethereum's charts and you look at the first, I think the first five years of Bitcoin and if you look at the first five years of Ethereum, they match up like perfect, and people are like, "Well, of course they do, Car. They're 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 it's all following you know the OG, and that's why it matches." No, no, no. This is weird. 
I forget what episode it was. Maybe it was like November or was it November? No, it wasn't November. It was just maybe December or maybe October. There was some one episode that we did where we were talking about Ethereum and how it like correlated with the first five years of Bitcoin and how that looked very like eerily similar <laughs> to what Ethereum is doing right now. So it wouldn't surprise me. I, I would have to go back and look at those charts again to see like where it looks at now. Um, but yeah, this that is something that scares me. That's something that I'm thinking about even right now, even before the happening, because I'm wondering like, what's my play there? Because I hold a significant portion of Ethereum too as well. <laughs> and I want to see that succeed as well too. And I think it will succeed, especially with DeFi kind of taking off. And DeFi, it's starting to feel like that's going to be the next big ICO boom that made everything soar in 2017. I feel like DeFi is going to be that that thing, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss this year. I'm, so I'm telling you, this is going to be a great year for crypto and Bitcoin. It's going to be awesome. Okay, I think that's all I got. With that, let's get on to the end of the show.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, another thriller. Coin Talk is Dunsies. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I was serious. If you want to give this subscription show a shot, sign up. It's It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. But also, if you want to sign up, $7, do that too as well. We got a whole, like, what, 50 episodes you can go back and listen to. A lot of the stuff is still going on. And not only that, keep us sustainable. Buy Bitcoin. Save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with R. Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto and not Carr. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world, one Satoshi at a time.